<laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Mixing Pot Podcast. It is your boy, Chef Drewski here. Yes. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Chef Kayla. <laughs> and I'm Chef Tariq. Yo, Bro, Tariq is laughing because of the intro. Dying, dead oh, ass. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Sorry. How is everybody today? I is gra- it is great to be back. You got me dead right now, bro. It is great to be back on the MPP, and I am your host for the day. But I just wanted to ask you guys, how was your weekend? How was everything? It was Christmas weekend. It was Merry good. Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. Yeah. Happy, Happy New Hanukkah. Year. I had to get on him last time for the Hanukkah. Right. Yeah. The Hanukkah. Yeah. Hanukkah Kwanzaa. Alright. Happy holidays. I love how the roadcaster isn't even facing you though. Oh yeah. It's not. It's not. Oh Cody, yeah. Turn me. Cody, oh Cody, yeah. Turn, turn me up. Cody, turn me up. <laughs> Alright, but yeah. How was your weekend, Kayla? My weekend was good. Um, Christmas was pretty chill. I What'd you get? Did you get everything you asked for? Um, no, unfortunately. Mm. But it's okay. Cool. All I needed was just love, you know. Cool. I got that. So. Did you like but my gift? I did. Thank you so much. I You're love welcome. those glasses. I'm actually gonna use them next week nice. for a drink. I already have the drink ready and everything. Yes, it's gonna be so good. Um, and it's gonna they just gonna look so cute in the glasses. You guys are gonna see it next week. But okay, so yeah. So I, I want to ask very you exciting. a question. <laughs> when you when you ask people, did you like my gift? Do you do you ever expect to get a nah, man? I hated that shit. Do you do you ever expect that? Honestly, in my head, if you I were do. to get that, like, in what would head, you do? I don't know. I'd probably be pissed off. Probably flip <laughs> out. I don't know. <laughs> I was not. I was thinking about that when I was buying gifts. I was like, bro, if someone says they don't like this or something, I, I, I don't know. I might flip out. It's I don't know. You said I might flip he out. Said, do you know how long I stood in line? Wait, Drew. <laughs> I just realized you didn't explain the drink. Uh, we were gonna get into that. We was gonna get you. Oh, okay. I thought it was my way of doing things it today. Is, oh, okay, it, it is. is. I thought we always just like start off with the drink first. I thought that's what, we, that we, was we, established. We did, we did say it's his week. He can do it how he wants okay. to do it. His thank format. You, thank for you. His okay. Thing. See, y'all are riding along with Drew. You feel me? You're riding along <laughs> with Drew. Anyway, before Kayla rudely interrupted <laughs> today's. <laughs> Oh, man. Like, nah. Today's drink is a personal favorite. The only reason it's a personal favorite is because I don't drink. So, yeah, I always get this when I go out. And it's literally a, a, a wonderful drink, the Shirley Temple. But I gave it a little remix today for my alcoholic peers. And uh, <clears throat> Are you calling me an alcoholic? For my alcoholic peers. Wow. And <laughs> I'm offended. It's like, nah, not alcoholics, but they, they're more prone to drinking than I am. But um, yeah, I just remixed it with a little bit of rum. So yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into that real do, quick. Do you, have a, do you have a ratio for your drink? I didn't get any jiggers today, so no. Oh. So you just... It's free-handed. So you just free-handed? Free-styled, you feel me? Completely I mean, freestyle this week. You just needed a little more ice and a little more Sprite on top more of it. So. A little more <laughs> pizzazz. Oh, okay. So, right. so what's in the drink? Tell them what's in the so drink while you're making it. drink, which makes this drink such a classic. Oh, let me tell you the history behind the drink first. Tell the history. So, rumor has it that Shirley Temple back in the day, you know how she was very famous in like the 20s and yep, 30s, yep. you know. So she obviously would be like hanging out with older people like all the actors famous hollywood people back then and they would all go to the bar 
but because she was underage and could not participate in drinking alcohol, the bartender came up with a drink and it was just lemon lime soda or ginger ale and cherry grenadine. And he named it after her, the Shirley Temple, and that was her signature drink that she would get at the bar. Okay. Sugar it, on sugar. Yeah, nice. Is, is this okay. factual? Yeah, it actually is factual. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. You gotta, nice. No, you got to get a little history behind your drinks. Yeah, no. yeah of course, of course. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like that. But okay. yeah, that's, that's the um, history behind this drink. Okay, so, uh, what's, so what's in it yep. is lemon lime soda, Sprite, cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry Grenadine. Listen, we we're not sponsored by him yet, so we can't be talking about. I mean, it, you, you then why don't you use Mellow Yellow or something? Like, why don't you get the because off-brand? Mellow Yellow is still a that's, brand. That's not lemon lime neither. Like it what? is, but you could that's have like the, it's the off brand of Sprite, right? Yeah, we're not getting sponsored but... by Mellow Yellow, bro. We got we got DMs from Oreo last episode though. Oh yeah, where are these DMs? I haven't seen them yet. Me neither. I was about to say, are you even logged into the Instagram to see the DMs? I don't think about? you are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, there's we also... We should be, though. This is very Show true. that shit off right true. now. What do you mean? What you been doing? Last week, you were shouting out Oreo Drew's favorite cookie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. All right. Sprite. Cut the check, right? That's what you like to say. Uh, Look, we got a little bit of overproof rum here. I had to blow the dust off when I went to the liquor store for it. So, like, is Ray, Ray and Nephew? Oh, it's a product of Jamaica, though. So, shout out to all, shout out to all the, the bad man out there. You feel me? Shout out to all <laughs> the bad man. <laughs> Drew is acting up today. <laughs> he got a new jacket feeling different. Yo, and shout out to Tariq for this jacket, yo. I appreciate this Christmas gift, but I still appreciate Kayla's more. Wow. That's all, all I right. have to say. Cool. Anyway, let's get that. into the, let's get into <laughs> making this drink, that. guys. So look, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> you start off with your cup and your ice. Boom! Don't that. <laughs> Why you slam this glass? I need the audience to feel it. You feel me? So look. They're watching too. I know they are. They are watching it. And wait, <laughs> on the audio, I mean. <laughs> in the video you can see that the majority of the ice has melted <laughs> because we had some technical difficulties before we started the show <laughs> so we're pouring this shit into water so look, <laughs> there's an ounce of water some, in there with some ice to start we got some it, let's just imagine that it's ice y'all <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna pour a little bit of grenadine you always start off with your grenadine Shirley didn't want it no other way she always wanted the syrup first you feel me shout out future did you, did you, did you talk to Shirley herself nah 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 that's just on Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> shout out Wikipedia oh my so <laughs> so next we got the soda uh, the, the soda of your choice you feel me I like to go with lemon lime soda Tariq over here talking about some mellow yellow or right. what I'm saying oh, like no, we talking about sponsorship trying to get spray mellow yellow like really, really? <laughs> his face of disgust so anyway we're right gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna pour this in hold on I need y'all to hear this though look nice that ASMR, 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 ASMR for you guys yeah. ooh that's pod mm. that's pod just right them bubbles yeah <laughs> Young people gonna love it. Yo, oh my goodness. So then you gotta pour it up. You feel me? Get it, get it a little dirty. You got, you got Shirley already with the syrup and the soda. You feel me? But now you gotta get a little dirty. So, uh, so Shirley, pour up some rum in it. 
when when Sherry Stand turned twenty one, she loved the dirty. Yeah, you feel me? See, I don't like my drink shaking. I like them stirred, so I'm gonna get me. Uh. <laughs> I, oh my he, god. He was like, he was just swishing it around. <laughs> he was just swishing it around. <laughs> They hear that. I know they, they, they hear that. They hear that. Okay. And look. That's a dirty Shirley Temple, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well. Thank you. Well, cheers Actually, to that. Actually, no. <laughs> wow. Cheers to that. Salud, guys. Cheers. Cheers. cheers to episode number three, mm-hmm. right before the new year, 2023, about to start. Let's fucking get it. Yeah, that's actually very good on my first freehand like that oh wow. i know i had to remix y'all's cup but yeah my, mine's is a lot lighter than yours why is that <laughs> <laughs> anyway next time you sure in tariq off that syrup no i know mm. that's what i'm thinking i wish mm. pro math next episode mm-hmm, please no, and thank you just kidding just kidding guys yeah getting into uh we already did kayla's weekend did so. we? Did you yeah, finish? Yeah, I mean, I was, it was chill. It wasn't too much going on. Nothing crazy, right? Nah. I feel that. You. Me. Wow. <laughs> Big name for me. Uh, my weekend, you. My weekend was chill. Um, We did mixing it up with Chef Tariq on Saturday instead of Sunday. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was cool. Uh, So if y'all don't know. On Saturday? Yeah, we did yeah. on Saturday. Uh, DJ Young Nas, a.k.a. Nas, my little brother, uh, AKA Golden Nas 23, uh, AKA Monkey Man, AKA Monkey Man, AKA, I don't know what else to call him. Darkness, Blackie. (laughs) Oh my Uh, God. Jesus Christ, we're on air. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. He's going to listen to it. He's going to watch it. He's just going to come at me. So, okay, whatever. Um, No, but yeah, he DJed on Saturday. Um, Nice Christmas episode. I did some bacon cheese fries. Mm. Occasion. Mm. Fire. Yeah, it was definitely fire. Off topic, you forgot your panettone. That wasn't mine. It was just for the group. The group. So panettone is really fruitcake? Basically. Basically, it's Italian. So yeah. it's, it's a holiday. It's like their holiday like tradition, basically. Mm. Yeah. Um Don't you why are you what's your, why why are you <laughs> why are you mad because the panettone was still here? What did it do to you? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Nice decoration. Okay. It's um, festive for the Nice for the decoration. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the only thing Christmas in here. Very true. That is actually very true. Very true. Damn, I ain't got a tree yet. Are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking dead. Oh, like, no. uh, but yeah, no, the show went really good on Saturday. Um, and then we kind of just hung out, you know, Christmas Eve, chilled, cooked, played some uh, spades. Shout out to my guy, Gary. We took dubs, you know what I'm saying? Gary. <laughs> Shout um, out Gary, yo. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and then Christmas, we, we normally do uh, our presents Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some, like, a lot of people do them, like, Christmas Eve. Yeah, Noche Buena is better than Christmas. Bro, no one's like going to Midnight Mass, my guy. Chill. Noche wow. Buena is like Christmas Eve. Nah, no one's oh. opening up presents at 12, bro. Like, take your ass to bed, wake up in the morning. My ass is. Honestly, what, what we used to do. Yeah, ass is whack as fuck before we end until the whole I next wish, day. I wish we could open up at 12. I wish. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, I know you wish. I don't mind. I already knew what I had. Good and ass. you was over there, like, I'm oh, still sitting what in do bed. I have? Wondering, oh, man. Wondering. <laughs> wondering. I don't, wondering I don't, ass. <laughs> 
I don't mind opening them on Christmas Day, but what we, what we used to do when we were kids, our stepmom used to be like, all right, y'all can open one gift at 12, uh-huh. oh, and then okay. the rest the next day. So that used to be lit. Like, oh, where I get one present now? Like, that's like a little teaser or whatever. Yeah, so that used to be fun. I like that. Like, yeah, that was lit. Um, yeah, Hispanic families just party through the night, so yeah. that's why we just do it at midnight, and yeah. then <laughs> everybody just getting shitty for the rest of the morning. <laughs> yeah. Basically, literally, literally, we've been at Jocelyn's house the last few years, and they just open everything at twelve. Yep. Start from the kids and work their way up. And yep. it's just a party. Shout to my guy. Shout to my guy Ruben. We're gonna be yep. living for New Year's Eve too. Stop playing with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, honestly, that was that was really it. Honestly, it's been a it's been a cool week. Show nothing crazy. Honestly, just getting ready for the new year. Basically. Yeah. What was your week? My week was good. Um, I went home, seen the family, ate some lasagna and, and um, Cornish hen and stuff like that. Uh, came back and chilled with my cat. And yeah, it was it was pretty cool. That it was, was good, it. You it just was a good, like Christmas weekend. Yeah, it wasn't anything extravagant. Uh, it's it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Right. Yeah. It's chill. You just show your family. Year. I mean, it's yeah. not like we wasn't doing that three weeks ago. You feel me? With Thanksgiving, right. so. true, literally. But yeah, it was. It's it's a good time to be around family this time of day. I've always wondered that, like, why the holidays like around this time here. So compact. or I mean, I guess everywhere, but yeah, especially here, so compact because like in Colombia they have like holidays all year round, so it's like they have times like these all year round. You know what I mean? Where people actually feel like they're coming together. So you're telling me you versus... guys have Christmas three sixty five? That's not what I said, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's just. It blows my mind. I mean, I don't know. It's just like everywhere else, everybody's so much more closer together. And mm-hmm. then like here, it's just around this time of the year that people like families come together like that. That's that shit literally just blows me. Shout out Pablo Escobar. Tio you- Pablo. No, sir. Wow. <laughs> so we about nah, my Tio yeah, Pablo nah, like that. Nah, don't be calling him your uncle because when I, you went out there, you didn't dig for no money or no bread. <laughs> Okay, I'm not hearing. I told you to do that, Kaylee. You didn't do it. I'm not hearing that. I know. I didn't get the chance to. Unfortunately, next time, next time I'll be out there for three months. I'm digging for that motherfucker. When you were coming back and you didn't get the chance to, what do you mean? Listen, I had other things to take care of. It had been eight years since I had gone. When she went out there and she was like, "Yo, I'm gonna show you like what the hood looks like when I get out there. I'm gonna send you a snap." Bro, she sent me a snap, and that shit looked like Baghdad, bro. Like that shit. <laughs> what do you mean? You was, you what was literally, snap is that? You were on a moped, like on the back of a moped, and you were just showing me like where you was at, and you was like, "Yeah, it's no joke out here." A know? moped. You was like on something. I don't know. You was maybe like on a, the four wheeler when we yes, went to the that, finca. That shit. That shit. I think. I don't know, but you showed me. It some had shit, to have, but or or a bike. Nah, cause when I when the first time I rode um, with my cousin on his bike when we went to go pick up Bud, I didn't record. I didn't pull my phone out. The only time I pulled my phone out, if I remember correctly, was when, when I was will, was that when I was on no uh, the four wheeler. Going to the clubs? No, going to the club. I, I was in know. the car going you to sent the club, me a snap and I just looked. I, I was scared. <laughs> I have no recollection. No, I, I don't think you you got it. I think it was just. 
Oh, so y'all just saying because we were no, we were talking said, about y'all being Snapchats without me. I okay, yeah. Now cool. this, now this guy. <laughs> now Tariq feels excluded. <laughs> nah, but, but it looked lit though. It hey, lit. hey, it definitely was lit. That's all I'm gonna say. I definitely didn't record. Really, crazy. I didn't no, really record like, being out with yo when I was out in the club. That one club that was packed. That shit was crazy. I was like, we was in the hood, hood. <laughs> in the hood, hood, like. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that was your week. Yeah, that was my week. It was it was pretty good. Okay, cool. nice. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yo, shout out to Sam Lopez also for being an avid listener to the Mixing Pop podcast. Yeah. As for Albert Mendez and Laura, we love Laura. Why yes. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Albert. Such Thank one. you, Laura. Laura That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why we, why we got to give out last names, though? I feel like that's you, bad to be giving out governments. You literally said Sam Lopez and Albert Mendez, and then you just didn't give out Laura's. And Laura, now you say, I mean, true. But you should have just said Sam and Albert at that point. Yeah. Let's just do that. Sorry, guys. Bro, now you're going to have Laura <laughs> Start the clip over. Start you're the clip over. <laughs> Just edit this piece out, Tariq. Anyway, shout out to all of them. They're they're really good supporters of the Mixing Pop podcast. And yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing some really good reviews on our podcasting, guys. So let's yes. keep it up. Let's keep it also, going. Also, we're going to start posting polls. Of what else you guys want to hear? Yeah, what questions? Definitely. What kind of CIA? Actually, answers? yeah, I've been meaning to do that on my guys. story, like my yeah. personal story, to see what people want us to start I talking. Did, about. I did it on the Chef Three Company page when I uh, reshare. I shared it. I was like, "Would y'all try uh, from the first episode?" When I was like, "Y'all want to? Would y'all try live eel?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, hell no." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Hell no, I ain't trying." Right. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, I actually yeah, definitely have tried goals. it before eel. Well, I've tried to eel, but not the live. Like, oh yeah, not live though. Why you look at her like that? Because you did you say that when we? No, 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 no. bro. What? (laughs) I didn't try live eel. (laughs) So we we had a whole (laughs) TED talk about eating eels, bro. We got to get into this because this is just ridiculous. We had a whole episode damn there about talking about eating live eels and ain't nobody opened up their mouth about, yeah, I, I eat eel. No, but you Until said... Until now. <laughs> no, but you said live eel. Right, live. Like, live live eel, alive. dead eel. Have you eaten eel before? Yeah. I yes. I eel in Italy. My dad caught an eel before. Now now, now these secrets come out. But that wasn't the question. You Y'all was said eating live That eel was too. not the question. That wasn't Y'all was live eel. That's not what you brought mm-hmm. to the table. You said, Nuh-uh. you said, I, Andrew said, and I quote, <laughs> yeah, because- all seafood is universal except live eel, <laughs> unquote. Yeah, and I remember in the video, I looked it, or you looked it up and you showed me and it said, yes, people eat eel. But I was like, yes, people eat eel, obviously. Was, I mean, I've eaten eel, like, eel before. No, he look, ate eel before. Eel before. Eel. Live uh, eel. And There's a he, difference. Because that shit has, like, blood and all the organs are working and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's true, alive. It's true taste. <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> and then you said, y'all never seen Thousand Ways to Die? Yeah, hell yeah. That's where it was on. <laughs> no, Nas, shout out Nas, because he the, remembers the funny, that. Yeah, the episode. funny thing was, I was literally, like, getting that clip. And I was like, Nazi, listen to this. I was like, I was like, yo, he said a thousand ways to die. He goes, 
I remember that episode. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm not alone. And I'm he not tried alone. to find it too, and he couldn't find it. It was like, wow. All but, right. So this really was an episode. But, but yeah. yeah, that was eel. You didn't say if we ate yeah. eel. If, we, if you said that, we would have said, yeah, we ate. I've eel. never eaten eel in my life. Would you try yes. it? Yes. Would you try it? I mean, you guys ate it and came out fine. So yeah. Right. Of course. I'm dead. Would I eat what? live eel? No. You're bugging. Tariq, yes. in what way did you eat it? Like, did you cook it, prepare it? It was grilled grilled i ate it fried interesting. actually mm-hmm. interesting because the it's like the bones literally like right down the middle right too, so they ain't got no bones what did you think you of it actually i don't remember mm. because i mean it was, of course it was a, a while ago but mm-hmm. i mean from when i had it i remember i did like it it wasn't mm. bad like it's pretty good you had I it with think- a side of pasta Mm, no it was it was just with our like our family meal so what we made for the day that's like we had like everything i don't remember like what we had it with exactly but that's fire you know you remember having it part of yeah Mm -hmm. i just remember like literally i have videos of like like my teacher doing the demo like how to like take the skin off Mm -hmm. and then i literally like was doing like the demo like was actually doing it and stuff Mm -hmm. on it you know and like she was like all right like you're gonna do it so i was like yeah sure i'll cook it and stuff like that so like yeah that was it that's that's what i remember i don't really remember like tasting it like that Mm. i did have it if i remember correctly i thought it tasted really tough but i don't know if it was like overcooked mm. question mark because it was mad small <laughs> question mark <laughs> <laughs> like if like i don't really remember very well either just because i think i was really young like yeah. definitely more than 10 years at least 10 years ago at this point i'll have to find the video of me actually more than uh, that i would say probably yeah i have to find a video of me actually like peeling it and actually like post that because i i do remember that i just don't remember trying it that'd be it dope like. seeing that yeah oh yeah i have to go back to the archives from my time in italy hmm. i have a bunch of recipes from italy but they're all in italian too so i wonder if my dad peeled the eel when he fried it maybe that's why it was tough <laughs> like now that i'm thinking about the method behind the madness yeah you know i mean like i don't know that's crazy because I, right. I remember like how we did it was basically we took like a piece of like twine string or whatever we tied it to like the sink and then like we tied the head of this eel and then it was like we like kind of like slit like the middle of like like made it basically made a slit in the on the eel it kind of just like kind of like tore like the skin off or something like that mm. that's what i remember I gotta so like you kind of like started it with a knife and then the twine was around the fish it was and it was connected to the, the sink, sink the, and then yeah. you pulled the fish along in the wheel and twine. just kind of like just peeled it back basically eh. I th- and i think it was more like tied i think that was just kind of like a trick so it's not slipping up my hands while i'm like trying to peel in this stuff so mm. it sounds like def- uh fabricating monkfish almost basically it's a, like, a, a little that bit shit like is that. slimy as hell uh-huh i hate working with monkfish yeah i, I, rem- I remember that too fuck around cut your hand I mean, it's monkfish oh my dad oh my god my dad caught one one time out here mm-hmm. it was like the one and only time he ever caught it and he was like it was so cute he was like so proud of it he was like it's so ugly i don't know what it is <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was it was actually really dope that like because he like though. did some research on it and like found out that that's what it was and i was like no shit like that's really cool did yeah, you guys, did you guys taste good taste yeah good. i think it, if i remember it tasted have you guys good. ever gone fishing yeah one time i've i remember like i went i went fishing with my dad a couple of times um but i was really young and i think like i didn't necessarily have the patience for it um and so i just like 
it was not my thing like yeah. growing up i would love to try and go fishing again honestly i think it would be awesome uh, yeah just because it'd be a different experience i feel like i have a different mentality behind it now i think i would just need somebody to kind of guide me through it to how to do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's really a patience game I yeah feel. exactly yeah it's a lot of waiting around if you're not like a professional it's a lot of waiting around and stuff um but yeah i went like maybe like two or three times and stuff and it's honestly it's really fun because we went deep sea fishing in cape cod and it was like it's just deep sea is different vibes yeah Mm -hmm. but the crazy thing was like everybody was just getting sick and it was just like Mm. oh no like what do you mean like thrown up like just seasick yeah Mm -hmm. just getting seasick that motion from the Mm -hmm. bro luckily luckily i didn't and stuff but like the i don't think i i the first time we went i didn't catch anything the second time i caught a few things and it was like a few like scups or whatever and then I think the third time I went, I, that's when I caught like a couple of things. Mm-hmm. But it was like, again, just small things. But I was actually getting the hang of it at that time. Um, but yeah, honestly, yeah, that was the only time we went fishing. Or How long did, ago was that? This was when I, end of high school. And I think the last time I went was about sophomore. I think going into sophomore year, either going into sophomore year or going into junior year. Okay. Or into junior year or something like that. But I mean, me, my dad, Nazir, um, and a bunch of our friends gone. Mm. So deep sea. Cool. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. That's, that's just dangerous out there. That's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fishermen really be putting their lives bro, what on is that the show? line. Wildest catch. Mm-hmm. Y'all be watching that? No. You ever seen it? Bro, Definitely. You couldn't pay me, bro, to be mm-hmm. out there. Me doing either. That shit, bro. Fuck that shit. What? Mm-hmm. They just be walking to the side of the boat, just get slammed by waves, mm-hmm. bro. Just go flying across the mm-hmm. ship. Like, what, bro? Nah, I could I'll never catch some fish. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I could never. That, yeah, no, nah, I can't. I can't do that. But I mean, just going once in a while, I'm with that. I can do that. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Well, big fisherman over here. Big fish. Nah, I'm not. So you can definitely cook eel with the skin on. I just like looked up like how to skin an eel, and there's a recipe for like whole roasted eel, and it has a skin on it. So do they utilize the skin. Yeah, yeah. Place the eel into a pan or a cast iron with oil, roast until the skin is crispy and Mm. browned and the meat is tender about 20 to 25 minutes. Immediately serve with lemon, salt, pepper, sauce of choice. Interesting. Yeah. Don't ruin my cast iron. (laughs) 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 Roasting some eel in there. I'm going to try to get some eel and show it on the show one day. That'd be dope, actually, yeah. I'll 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 show the whole demonstration how to bring it in the bucket. Bring them live. Alive. Bring them. Bring them. Bring them live. And Andrew's gonna eat one on the show. Mix it oh up with that We called it right here. No. Bring them in the bucket. Actually, bring the bucket. no. Oh my Please. god. That is animal cruelty. No. Is it? I guess. I don't think it is. Question mark. Isn't an eel an animal? ASPCA is listening, so I don't know. It's. I mean, it's a. It's part of the ocean. We eat everything else in the ocean. Am I? Am I wrong? We eat shrimp. Exactly. Yeah, it's a fish. It's an animal. Yeah. It's definitely like a living thing. Yeah. It's like the bug of the sea, though. It is. And lobster. Shrimps aren't and crabs. Shrimps are not good for you either. They're not. They're, They're so really high not. in sodium. Oh my god. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah, and oh. and it's just the bottom of the ocean, like you just said. Like it's literally eating all the We're shit. We're eating what fish are trying to eat. Like. Right, that because y'all eat bacon too. Like, calm down. Look, I'm you not should sp- cut bacon out of your diet. Though. I'm not saying. Yes, I know, I know. You, you should, but are no you? No shrimp, no bacon. 
I can't eat shrimp I'll die so that's fine anyway. no no bacon wrapped shrimp <laughs> 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 again I'm saying it's bad give me some bacon wrapped no. scallops though with no maple cow. syrup we talk in with the maple syrup though yeah that sounds well, like a maple glaze type deal going on like candied bacon type with the scallops yeah going on we did the bacon wrapped scallops for the one anniversary but we didn't do the we didn't do it on maple what maple what maple cello maple syrup i guess it all like glazed up and mm, all caramelized and delicious bacon wrapped dates stuffed with blue cheese that sounds crazy i've definitely heard of that before i've never tried it but i've always wanted to that shit is fire Mm. blue trees blue cheese inside and the date and the date so you Mm -hmm. take out the pit and then you fill the date up okay blue cheese and then you you wrap that bitch oh my lord fig Mm. Nah, that's them some hors d'oeuvres. Mm. <laughs> nah, and some pasta. Them some hors d'oeuvres. That ass. Mm. Literally, you ain't had to do that on the mic though. But like, see, see, <laughs> see, we we, we got I the. I can do whatever I want we on got my the mic. Okay. Button on the on the. On the one? What color? What color? I think it's the third one. I don't know. Third going down. Like I think it's uh, one, two, three. Under under the red button. I think so. I, I don't hope know. It played. I don't know if it did. Oh or not. my god! If that try the other one. Oh, wow! Never mind. Hello. Don't try it now. He didn't even have the ding. Hey yo! And then the wait, try it. Yeah. Hey, the, yo, hey the, yo! What the? Fuck? Try wait, try the other button. Turn that one off, and then turn the other one. Which one? No, wait, no. Turn you, it back yeah. up. Yeah, and then turn. Play the third one down. This one. No. no. Next week, yeah. That's. I think that's that's your twinkles. Oh, is that my twinkle? Yeah, I think so. it went mad quick. All right, but we're live right now, so we yeah. are live. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. what's next? Uh, what's next? I'm I'm really kind of feeling a little spiritually, so like the twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's yes. get into let's get into Kayla's I, segment. I hope that was a twinkle. Yeah, that was. I, I, I hope that was a twinkle. Did you have the sound upon that? Like did, when you pressed it, did you have the sound up? He didn't even play yeah, my shit. He didn't segment. even. Yay, the twinkle! I'll do my twinkle fingers again. My spare right, fingers. Now it's up. Now it's up. But yeah. So, uh, going into my topic today, guys, I'm calling it New Year, New Me. Right? Okay. Like oh, always. Boy. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna give you guys a couple of tips. So four tips in regards to incorporating spirituality into your New Year's goals or your resolutions. Sometimes they may be a little out of reach, or you know, they might just be like things that we say we want to do, but like how do we actually get them done you know what i mean but i wanted to pinpoint four that i think are like really easy to just implement and actually practice on a daily basis so the first one for me i think is the most important which is why i wanted to put it as number one because honestly like even though i wrote these things down like there's probably going to be times where i'm not doing some of these things as much as i will try to do them that's honesty yeah that is honesty like so number one keeping a journal now that's something that as a young adult like when i was younger younger like in high school i had i always really wanted to write and like keep a journal but i never really had like the motivation to do so now when we were in college i think it was second year Mm -hmm. we had that writing class i'm not sure if you guys like what teacher you had yeah Yeah, i had um i think her name was angela something 
Was that second year? Uh, was that second year. year or first year? I think it was end of first year or something. It might have been end of first year, it. actually. Yeah. Oh um, God, but anyway, so my professor, her name was like Angela something. But if you had her, um, like one of her, like one of the projects that she had for us throughout the class was to keep a journal. Literally every single day we had to keep a journal for the whole entire class. Yep. And at the end of the class, we basically had to write like answer questions or like write something in regards to our journal entries or I think she I can't remember exactly how the grading worked. But anyway, I think we had that. Too. It was just like we had to keep a journal. Right. And obviously I was kind of obligated to do so. So I did it. But I actually fucking loved doing it when I was done. And I continued to do so probably for another year going into it. So probably this during the second year of school while we were there. Um, but what I found was that, you know, like keeping that journal allowed me to look back on my life and recognize the, you know, the small things like these little things that would happen, you know, throughout the course of my day that would like make me feel really good, recognizing like the importance of, you know, the daily things that happen in our lives. Cause a lot of times we live so on go and so fast that mm -hmm. this shit just flies right by us. And at yeah. the end of the day, we can't remember what we fucking did yesterday or three weeks ago or the fact that somebody made us like feel super good at you know the most like unexpected moment and it completely changed our like it could have changed like our lives yeah the most simplest compliment yeah. someone could have gave us and we didn't realize it because we were just moving so fast exactly yeah so i think that's the most important one for me um because you know even if it's a sentence that you write down every day and it could be you know in the morning or at night I think it's just again about being able to look back on that and reflect on it which is like huge for us as human beings being able to reflect on what we've done in the past so that we know how to move forward right but um so that was my my first one um and oh i also wrote down like um daily recap slash weekly highlights because you know we're all busy definitely and maybe doing it on a daily might not be as convenient for us but mm -hmm. maybe doing it weekly you know on a friday night after we're done with our work weeks or on a saturday yeah. night you know when we're just like trying to recap on the week mm -hmm. and wind down exactly before we start a new one um i was writing down a couple of those things um there was actually so um one of my favorite motivational speakers um or just like mentors basically his name is jay shetty i don't know if i've ever uh, spoken to you guys about him uh but i came across him from a podcast uh, i want to say maybe around last year um was it last year maybe towards the end of like 2020 going into the beginning of 2021 and i came across this podcast because obviously like I was going through some really difficult times in my family. I lost my grandmother and then I lost my father. Um, and being able to deal with that, like I was trying to find ways. And so I would catch myself a lot of time just kind of in my thoughts. And I wanted to kind of break that cycle of me just being in my head so much. And I thought what better way to do so than using, you know, the capabilities of podcasts versus music sometimes because i could get bored of music easily and listen to people talk about these types of things mm -hmm. um i mean very similar to therapy where going to someone like talking to them hearing them basically repeat back to you Literally. everything and have being able to reflect in that way um 
So I was um, scrolling on YouTube or was it yesterday, a couple days ago, um, and I watched a video of him and this gentleman that he had on as a guest named Jim Quick, I believe was his name. Um, but right after that, I watched another video. It was like a small clip of him on the Ellen show. And basically, you know, he like she wanted him to talk about gratitude mm. and what he basically said was you know practicing gratitude in our daily lives and being able to show like the amazing things that are happening so like thinking of gratitude as like a seed that's growing into a life right so like it's a seed that's planted and it's there's like a tree and fruit that grows from it or like a stem or a stalk and a flower that blooms from it and thinking of gratitude like that instead of being the weed right in our lives which could be represented by like sadness or disappointment anger resentment and channeling that energy to be able to start a new day fresh with that same mentality so his recommendation was actually to journal on a daily but journal at night and journal about something that you're grateful for so that way you go to sleep in a grateful mindset because mm -hmm. when you're being grateful you can't be anything else none of those other emotions come come into play and then when you wake up you're automatically programmed to start in that gratitude mindset so you're happy you're grateful for something in your life and that's how you're starting off the day which is a fucking amazing way to start off the day like oh, yeah. who doesn't want to start off like that right and a lot of times like nowadays it sucks because our phones are so accessible and we literally wake up and we look at them right away and yeah, everything me. on there is negative like that ass and there's like not a lot of grateful things for you to like wake up to <laughs> I know damn well on you there you said Drew, not me sunday morning i'll wake up seven in the morning drew's the first person to send me something on twitter dead, dead ass. ass dead ass yo twitter is my wake up app bro <laughs> see exactly but that's so bad but anyway so um wait what <laughs> <laughs> but so that was like the first little tip was just about keeping a journal to help us you know maintain that gratitude in regards to the small things that happen in our lives the second tip is gonna be you know to seek spiritual guidance so it could be go just simply as going online and finding online material like blogs. I follow a lot of like Instagram and social media pages that are about like motivation and spirituality and um, people that do like horse daily horoscopes and stuff like that. So that I'm submerging myself with this information, regardless of like what application I'm like opening or what I'm exactly looking into. And, um, you know, I'm just like learning more and more and more um, or, you know, going towards books and doing research on your own doing online research on your own like reading through um i know there's like online schools and stuff too that like you can get literally certificates and degrees from or just as simple as reaching out to a professional that's local to you you know somebody that is is doing specifically like what you're inclined into um like learning about i guess you could say so the, whether it's you know you want to have you want to get your tarot cards read or you want to practice some reiki and get some reiki yeah, yeah, cleansing done reiki. or you want to see your aura get some aura imaging and be able to read your aura uh you know there's literally a little bit of everything or it could even like going back to like religion is like connecting back more with your church and going to groups and activities that is happening you know at your local 
local church that's you know being able to be surrounded by physical people definitely will help you you know seek that like guidance from somebody else and from an external source where you know not everything has to be like figured out just by you i mean what is life learning right yeah. learning from other people and being able to share that and that knowledge um number three was to find an accountability partner which when i was doing some research and kind of getting some ideas on like what i kind of wanted to write down or you know kind of what i wanted to start implementing or what i practice on a daily it, this is something that i thought was awesome like it's basically like if we were in school right well, who would be our accountability partner basically our professors or our teachers because we have assignments to do and we need to hand it into them yeah, and they're going to give us a grade right yeah. so or like friends who are motivating us. exactly so a friend like you know and i wrote down here the podcast is that for me mm. being able to dive deeper into my spirituality and share with you guys the things that i'm learning and the things that i practice on a daily basis is basically what keeps me going um you know like i mean i do this for myself but it's physically providing me that you know like proof of okay i have this this and this written down like this is what i'm presenting to the podcast this week that's you guys are my accountability partners so it could you know even like your girl your wife your wife right like shout like, to his wife going to her like once a week like hey like i'm so grateful that you did this this and this for me this week thank you for this this and this or showing something expressing something to her you know what i mean like last week with the i see my gift right on there you know what i mean like oh my god look like kayla got me this it's the star tarot card drawn mm -hmm. on it like that's literally just any little thing you know what i mean so like yeah. being able to find somebody that you can kind of report to and quotes will definitely help you stay on top of that i know a lot of times for me motive i'm i'm not like i lose my motivation because i don't have somebody that's like pressuring me to like oh i have to make sure that i have this done to like show it to them so that was number three and then number four i thought was really fun i'm a very like diy person hands-on i mean obviously we're chefs everything that we create is with our hands ah. uh, i thought <laughs> um i thought I, I would include this in there would would be crafting a vision board i know mm. for a lot of people like or even like a digital one right you can use there's a bajillion applications uh one that i really like is canva mm -hmm. for you to be able to create just a vision board like a diy project so that you can connect with your creativity and then it's also going to benefit your future you know it's this thing that if you do it like for example say i did it on my laptop and i created a canva vision board with a bunch of pictures of things that i want to accomplish in 2023 and i just set that as my background on my laptop i'm literally looking at that every day and i'm like damn yeah i want to get to that point like what do i have to do to get to that point you mm -hmm. know like i thought that was a really cool way or again physically like literally making um like a vision board out of literally anything i know like most people do with like magazine cutouts or like printings and stuff like that and like glue it all together but i thought that was you know i thought that was really cool and a couple little ways like i said you know that i wanted to i want to start implementing these for my own and then i wanted to share it with you guys because i thought it would be really cool just in any little way 
to like start the new year off right oh like yeah canva is a fire app i love like, canva that's a, that's a great website yes like, i well, use that for like menus and stuff like i was that. gonna say you know i can dive into it a little bit more later when we're talking about our businesses because that yeah. will be a topic on today um because that's kind of how i came across it was to use on my business to create instagram posts to create flyers menus etc yeah yeah but yeah so that was my topic for today all right i hope you guys implement some of these things i mean like you said your friends you immediately were able to recognize that off the bat so it's like i know that you guys already kind of implement some of these things in your yeah, daily definitely, definitely like when you say like you know holding having someone that can hold you accountable like that was the first thing when you said school and you said chefs like our chef, our teachers and stuff mm-hmm. i instantly thought of like how like we were like okay me and drew we had our, you know, our talks, you know, all right, yo, this is going on. This is what's happening and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Me and my, you know, whoever was there, you know, if it was Albert, Laura, or, you know, Alex or Joey, Dom, and I mean, something like that, or even when Kayla, you know. Shug. Th- yeah, Sh- Shug was a big, uh, shout out to India. India was a big person that, like, kind of helped a lot, like, mm. in school. Like, she was going through it with us, but she, right. like, like, her timeline, she helped, like, she was, like, one of the smartest people there, like, in my class. So, like she was a big help with a lot of that stuff so definitely having someone that can hold you accountable with what you're doing that's that's a big one mm-hmm. i think with anything too not just necessarily like spirituality but i mean in life we always need accountability for everything that we do because if not then we fucking wouldn't do shit mm-hmm. it's like damn that's, that's just fact. it because yeah. mm-hmm. if nothing's motivating you then what's the point you're exactly yeah literally mm-hmm. damn. but word of the day yeah word of the day today the word of the day is blanching blanching means to start cooking something for a short (laughs) Uh, he said laid up laid up blanching to cook something for a short amount of time usually when you're blanching you're doing this with vegetables or potatoes so basically an example is when i did my show on saturday i did french fries I showed how I blanched my potatoes because you want to start kind of just getting that bite to it, that little softness to it and letting it cool off. Some ways that actually helps blanching is when you're using ice baths, when you're using vegetables. And of course, when I did my uh, my French fries, you know, I kind of say, you know, hey, you want your oil to be at like 250, 275. You don't want it too hot because that's when it's just going to cook. Mm-hmm. You want it to be just a little bit. A little cooked, a little soft. So once you get back to refrying it later, that's when you get the crispiness on your fries and stuff like that. So blanching is the word of the day. That's a, it's a really big one in the industry, especially when you're using vegetables for later for service or you're doing French fries. Mm-hmm. And when when you're doing homemade French fries from scratch and you're doing fresh potatoes and stuff, that is a big thing, especially if. You don't want to have french fries that look like they're already cooked all the way through because then it's going to be mushy and it's not going to be fresh for service, basically. So, blanche is a, re- a really big one. Also, your um, veggies. Veggie, veggies is, a, veggies like, is like one of the big ones we learned first. It was like blanch your vegetables. But it was, I wasn't even just talking about that. It was just the, the differences between like... The acidity, the acidity and, the and stuff like that. What you need to have in the water if you're uh, based on what type of vegetable you're blanching compared yep. to like, for example, broccoli and cauliflower. Like yep. you can't just put salt water with the cauliflower. You gotta cook it with some some vinegar, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. There's certain vegetables. I did not know that. Yeah, there's certain vegetables where like if like because 
when you blanch green bean uh, green beans and like broccoli, your water's gonna turn green because mm-hmm. of the coloring on it. Mm-hmm. You the don't chlorophyll. Wanna go, exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't want to add cauliflower after and blanch that because right. it's gonna mess up what cauliflower is. Don't yeah, you know? you're gonna basically dye the cauliflower green exactly. at that point. So yeah. that's and that's a big thing with uh, just knowing, and it's a good thing to know what order you're gonna blanch a lot of your vegetables in. So like we just said, cauliflower and green beans. You'd rather do your cauliflower first and then do your green beans next. So I know what this is, what blanching is, obviously. I mean, I've done it a bajillion times, but can you describe for the audience exactly what the steps in blanching are? So basically, so for vegetables, of course, you want to get your, your water to come to a boil, of course. You add in your vegetables, so say green beans. You want your green beans to cook for about two to four minutes at most. You don't, two to three, two to four. Like you don't want them to be cooking for no longer than that but once you once you take your your green beans out you want to put it into an ice bath an ice bath is basically ice and some cold water and once you put your it basically once you put in sauces soups or your vegetables or anything you put into an ice bath it's going to help cool the process down a lot faster than just putting it into the refrigerator or the walk-in basically which yeah is so cold. basically it which is cold. prevents um over carry cooking in. Or carryover shocking. Carry, sorry. Shocking. Yeah, oh. shocking. Like, yeah. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. Yes. So, mm-hmm. And it prevents carry, carry carryover over cooking. cooking. Exactly. So, yeah. again, it, once you, so if you go your your broccoli for four minutes and you take it out, if you just put it in the fridge, it's still going to just carry over. Mm-hmm. You want to put it into an ice bath or you want to have some cold running water running over ice it. Ice water. Uh, yeah. Ice, you can have ice water. Oh, or you sure. can just have nice cold running water as well. But... I would definitely say use an ice bath. Ice baths will make it go faster. That and ice bath helps with the brightness of the green. Yes, definitely. And so, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to like further that thought, right? Just so that you guys kind of get an idea of like the complete process. So it's like take the green beans, right? You blanch it, then you shock it, and then you store it in the fridge. When it comes down, when it's time to service, you have it on your line, you get an order ready for your green beans, you pull them out, and then you basically finish them cooking. Like, if you're going to do them in, like, a sauce or whatever so that they don't get overcooked and they're, mm-hmm. re, they're re, they retain that, like, crispness, that freshness, that the, you know, how that brightness. Exactly yes. how they're so, like, remember how we were talking last week about, or two weeks ago about foods we didn't like? Yeah. And I said, like, carrots like cooked carrots because they were always overcooked that shit was just fucking mush, mush in my mouth it was nasty mm-hmm. i was like i'm not a fucking baby to be eating mushy ass carrots like i did not like Which it was it yellow so hey, yo. so um, but yeah and so you know i actually had like a properly cooked carrot where it was like blanched and then shocked and then finished like that shit is like I feel like that's kind of what makes it, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. being able to understand what your final product is going to be will help you kind of understand the whole entire process from the beginning. Yeah, definitely. And, it's again, like we said, you know, recommend using the ice bath. That ice bath is going to be very important to shocking your vegetables or whatever you have. I wouldn't say, now, when you're frying potatoes and you want to blanch them, don't do that because then you're, 
it's just going to get soft and it's just getting mushy. And you don't really want to put water on potatoes. Like oh, that. yeah. So, yeah, with blanching, like potatoes is basically the only exception where blanching is used. Like it's the same term that's used. But instead of being it boiling water and then ice water, it's basically a low temp oil and then a high temp oil. So like Tariq said at first, you're basically cooking your potatoes at a lower temperature so that the insides could start getting nice, soft and fluffy. And then you finish them off at a higher temperature so that you can get that nice crust on on the outside and get yep. them nice and crunchy yep so yep. even with that so you can actually do an ice bath with potatoes if you're boiling them in water oh so yeah like if you first do like, and then you dry them so if before you, do like you home, finish them in the oil like home fries yeah. or something like that and you do it in, like you know blanch them in water and then take them out yeah you mm-hmm. can do it in an ice bath yeah that's that would be a little exception but yeah even then potatoes you still really want to want to do an ice bath at least french fries per se exactly because i feel like the cut is kind of what makes the difference in this situation exactly Mm -hmm. for french fries you don't want to use an ice ice bath for vegetables or if you're using potatoes for just blanching water wedges yeah exactly that's where you can use an ice bath and shocking comes into play basically Mm mm-hmm I love that we gave this tip, guys. Like, I love potatoes and veggies. And, like, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, they're such an integral part in our diet, you know? And it's like, you got to know how to cook it. What's <laughs> another culinary your, tip? Mm-hmm. Red velvet is just chocolate with red food dye in it, guys. Dead ass. <laughs> it's there's, it's there's, chocolate and vanilla with red food color in it. There's no red batter. There, there, it, it, it's well, just it's red, cake. but that's there's just no artificially red. red. No red Don't let flour. them fool you out. There's just no. like this drink is artificially red. Yeah. All right. Grenadine. This is natural from cherries. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I was actually gonna ask you guys, what are your favorite like cuts of French fries? Go fret, aka waffle. Uh, I'm not gonna I, lie, I didn't know the term. It was like, what the hell? Me you either. Yeah, I say gofret go is the go the uh cut, the French terminology for a waffle cut. cut fry. For waffle fries, I like me like a classic French fry, like between thin and thick. Like it can't be too thick where it's like soggy as fuck. I like a little crunch on there. <laughs> I think we're using the board wrong because I know we have the applause on there too. So you might have applause it. I don't know which one. It <laughs> I hope you applause. I hope I didn't applause it. <laughs> fuck. Don't. D- it's fine. We're still learning, guys. We're still fuck, learning. Man. We're st- we hey, are yo, still learning. Uh, we're still yeah, learning. We should have those AirPod Pros. Apple, really fucking do. sponsor us. That Come on, we need this shit Apple. right we now. Because really we need to MPP. be able to hear ourselves as yo, we're recording yo, Apple, so that we can make sure we don't sound crazy. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> yo, oh my goodness. Um, oh my say, god. Oh, so yeah, you said waffle fries. You said just a regular cut. I would agree with waffle fries. I would say waffle fries is the best one. Especially when they're just done fresh, crisp, mm-hmm. out yeah. the fryer. Like, yeah. yo, that is different. Shout out Chick-fil-A because they only do it the right way. You feel me? Very true. But, <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's not really confession because, I mean, I think everyone knows. I'm more of an onion ring guy than fries. Ew. I didn't know that. I'm Ew. more of an onion ring. Certain people know that. But, Ew. I mean, it's not really more of like... I hide it, nothing like that. Ew, what's I would wrong? rather you have how Kayla rings? pulled her mic away from you. <laughs> that ass, that's nasty. I was just I trying to get comfortable, guys. And fries. She said, "Oh, he gonna get onion juice on my shit." <laughs> some nice beer batter, onion nah, rings. Nah, I love me some onion rings. Y'all bugging sure. Y'all want your breath stinking all day long, and I know y'all. Onion eat, rings. If you eat onion rings, you definitely eat a bag of Funyuns. 
Nah, not look at you. Not anymore. You don't think not I brushed anymore. my teeth look, after when I was a kid? Look at him. When I was a kid, not when I was anymore. A kid. <laughs> not Stop anymore. Lying, like you didn't eat funyuns when you were a kid, bro. The only time I ate funyuns was when we were trying to survive at CIA, and you See, had them. And that's not when and I didn't eat had funyuns. Them. You had. Funyuns. I did not eat funyuns. And I ate them school. in your dorm room. I remember. That is cat. I remember. Bro. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> bro. We was starving at that school, bro. If you ain't had no green or blue points, you was out of luck, bro. I'm Dead ass. Even when you had points, green and blue points, and you still was points. so out of luck. Gold points was a rarity, bro. If you Look, had gold points I'm and you was new. You get yeah, I, I'm mm-hmm, telling you, you get jump for real. You ain't jump nobody for no nah, gold point. Nah, nah. I'm telling y'all now, <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna threaten him and stand behind him in line and be like, swipe your card, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wait till y'all get. Wait till y'all see more like CIA students come on. Like y'all yeah. are really gonna see. Oh, this is what really happened. Like we said a lot of good things last week and told y'all the snippets. Wait till we really get. Yeah, into there's some school. crazy shit that happened. It's gonna get school, fun, though. but it's gonna be crazy and wild. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It's, it's gonna be a real ride like we yeah, had. We really went school. to Hogwarts though, for real. Yeah. For real though. Ferguson Hall was the Yeah, one. we really did. Shit was crazy. Right. Um, Instead of wands, we had knives. Facts. <laughs> I mean, hey, true. what magic did we cook up? A lot. We really did a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember when Tariq's class cooked up so much magic, they flooded the fl- <laughs> storeroom. Bro, oh my room, goodness. <laughs> All right, no, I got I get to that story. That because that one's funny. So it's second year. We was in Americas, and we was morning class. So we basically went into class. We prepped everything. We're about to get ready for service. We go upstairs to do our like our lesson for the day and stuff like that. So I don't know who and I don't know why, but someone left the sink on. And if oh you if, if all my C and all the CIA CIA students who was in Savory knows. The America's class was right above the storeroom. So the water was literally left going while we went upstairs to our lesson plan. Everyone comes back downstairs. Whole kitchen's flooded with water. We're trying to clean it up. Storeroom calls us. Hey, is your is something leaking up there? Because we're it's leaking down it's here. Oh no, my there. God. Yo, we're like, yeah, we're cleaning it up. We're cleaning it up. I could I literally could just remember. I turn around, Chef Row. Everyone knows, Def Row, Chef Row. Man walks in, sees it, walks out. Comes back in, he goes, group leader. And literally walks right back out with him. It's just like, bro. bro we really mean, just flood the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, it, and we aren't the only class that did it. There's plenty mm-hmm. of classes that did it, too. We were in America's? I was in America. I was in America's. That was, I remember that because we were, I was storeroom duty that day. Uh-huh. And we had went to the storeroom to get the order. And literally, they were like, yeah, we're not doing it right now because there's an accident. That's an accident. And they were like... Yeah, like there's leaking through the ceiling, bro. I wonder what day that was because I mean I was definitely there, and so we probably couldn't pick up our storeroom order that day (laughs) or until later. I don't remember what day. Do you remember the storeroom though? Like, do you actually remember the people that worked in there were so miserable? Yeah, they definitely were miserable. They worked at a a storeroom in a culinary school, bro. They hated whenever they got a storeroom order. I'm like, isn't this your job? That ass. Like it's so easy, just put together fucking food. Like. Like, Like, your grocery shopping is basically Instacart, but like you're just prepping the orders for them the kids to pick up. Onions, they're not on the order. Yes, they are. They're right here. Like, Bro, I, when you yo, have to show them the they order, they used to mess up the orders on purpose so just because if we didn't sh- if we didn't have that stuff, they would go to and your chef would be like, 
why didn't you check the order? Did you check the order? Where's the where's the sheet at? Mm-hmm. And be like, we didn't check it, chef. Oh, so you didn't check everything in? Hmm. That's your grade. You know what? That's everybody's grade for the day. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, bro, bro what do you they mean? Be on one too. Mm-hmm. It really bro, used we made we used to make stock and fundamentals and literally have give it to the storms just to sell it back to us. Like, right. Bro, that's messed up. <laughs> I mean, they're teaching us. It's part they of the were, process. They were. Yeah. It was different. They had to do something with all that fucking stock. I know. He was making double stocks in two classes every single Make sure you clean the stock yep. pot. Oh, my God. The kettles. Bro. Oh, boy. The kettles. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Everybody be ready, especially on a Friday, yo, when everybody ready for the door. Everybody mm-hmm. headed out for the weekend, yo, and here you go. Yeah, clean the stock pots. You're like... Bro, mm-hmm. <laughs> you Yo. know you missing the first party, bro, because you just gonna be in there all night long, bro, scrubbing that shit. Everyone, every, you walk in, you walk in the dorm, bro. Let's go, hurry up, shout out, let's go, let's go. Everybody yeah. dressed and ready, and like, you're just bro, now coming back coming, from class. Yeah, like, bro, I didn't even eat yet. Like, right, bro, give that me shit a second. Everybody second year, I think first year I had <laughs> classes only in the morning, but I think second year I had. Wait, no, I think both years I had classes. Wait. I had class. I don't think my class were my classes at night were until really late. No, Fundy Fundy's for us was at night. Fundy's for me was in the morning. I was there like first year. Wait, was it? No, No, I think it was was at night too. Because you would go in the morning and you wouldn't get out till like six. No, yeah, actually, because we had dinner for Fundy's. So remember for us because we had four different Fundy's groups. Me because mine was Tuesdays, yours was Wednesdays. We had it in the afternoon. We had Fundy's. I, mine was in the morning. No, bro, it was an afternoon. The first year, yes. So second, second year, second was year was when we did morning. Yeah, second year was morning classes. Because remember, mm-hmm. we did Garmage and we did the uh, graduation and stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah, right. we were switching our classes every three weeks. Second year, exactly. So, so, those so first year, classes. we had we had all of our classes in the afternoon. Our cooking classes in the afternoon. Yeah, because we had our academics in the morning. And academics in mm-hmm. the mornings and stuff. And then it but, switched yeah. basically. Academics was fun. It, yeah, uh, nah. Nah. I like the nah. academic culinary days. math was the the worst class. No, that was the oh. culinary math bro, and product knowledge was the worst the class. One ever. reason I went to culinary school, bro. To the not do one math. reason was to avoid math. <laughs> you still have to do math. Was to avoid it's so math. basic, you have to do though. Math. It's so fucking but, bro, basic. But nah, like so when we got our itinerary, like our schedule, and I seen my first class was culinary math, I literally said, mm-hmm. "Wait." What? <laughs> math. I was like, you thought you were just oh. gonna get away from your course bro. subjects, bro? <laughs> like, bro, it's still needed for your different. degree. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not no geometry. It's not no trigonometry. Nothing crazy. But the like, conversions it was like, different. Yeah. Like, if you weren't keen with all your like ounces to to gallons and all that, if you wasn't familiar with your G man, it's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing is, we said today, yeah, let's not go into CIA stories, and we ready, we diving into. We're still going today. into, of course we will. We gonna, we I gonna, mean, we're gonna have a so much more. To go into yeah, this too. it's so funny. Um, but yeah, that was my word of the day. Yeah. What's the word on the street with Drewski? Word on the street, nothing crazy is going on. You know, everybody's chilling because it's around the holidays and stuff like that. So I figured before, this was our our last episode of of twenty twenty. Two. Twenty twenty two. Might as well just give it a little wrap up on um what was what was going on. Like what was your favorite moment throughout this entire year? Ooh. There's been a lot. There has been a lot. Yeah. Mm. Um 
We did a lot. We, we did, did do a lot. Did a lot. Which we is crazy do. because this kind of gets into our topic for the day, which is our businesses. Our basically our three small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, the first one I was to kind of say is. Well, you're going to say this one, but I will lead into the next one was when me and Kayla did a pop up shop. Yes. Oh, I love the pop up shop. And we, the, fir- the first one we did was the, the steak and cheese with the Cajun fries. Yeah, with the Cajun fries. Those shit was bomb as fuck. Anybody that had that sandwich knows they ate that shit. It was delicious and they got fucked yeah, it up. Was. It and was they had fucked up. And they had the, uh, the ketchup, which was infused too. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, that was a really good one. Like, and then why am i so fried right now uh-huh. <laughs> it was 100 milligrams between both those ketchups yup and then Ate we the did, whole shit and then we did <laughs> put one battles. of them on the sandwich the other one for the fries uh-huh. <laughs> and then we did battle the chefs which was we did we got two yes. in this year we yes. did chef uh chef Kayla versus chef Diggums, which was a good battle and then we did miss a buck versus stevie doordash which was a fun battle and stuff like that mm-hmm. um those two come to mind just because those are like pretty big ones at least for me and honestly this year i had just had a lot more catering events which was dope like i got to meet a lot of different people a lot of new people like got to try my food just more events oh and also the fashion show the fashion show that i did this year was fire yeah shout out to priscilla and k-pops yo that fashion show was dope and what that fashion show did was basically give me the hookup with Red Lounge. Yes. So that gave us the opportunity to do the battle at Red Lounge. Look and at that. Us, and that gave us the opportunity to do the World Cup with Red Lounge. Opportunities. I love that. Opportunities. Those connections, baby. That was dope. And it was funny because literally when I was talking to him at the, we was setting up for the battle and stuff, like uh, dude George, he was like, yo, like I remember like when like, yo, like he ordered the case, of, they got the quesadillas and stuff. He was like, yo. This was one of the best quesadillas I had. Like, mm. He was like, and yo, like, you're not like Spanish and stuff like that. I'm like, but <laughs> he was like, yo, this was a really good one. Like, it was really good. I was got like, that sazon. Ah, I didn't use that. <laughs> but, <laughs> boy, that flavor, but it was, but it was yeah. yeah. It was, so, like, like, it was just the opportunities that I got from that and just a bunch of other catering events. Like, we had, um, shout out to my guy, Will, who always has a bunch of parties that, that I've done this year. Like, I did two of them for me, and he's ordered a bunch of, like, pans and pies and stuff like that for me this year so shout out to him definitely so i mean the shout opportunities out alchemy that, too shout out to alchemy as well definitely uh simply sarah and j1 for letting us do the poetry's event there yes. we can go to that one <laughs> but, oh, but it, those are always good week. those are always good yes for um, sure I mean, I mean to wrap up the year i mean that's been the best one and i mean just to have the the team together still after two years so yeah yeah honestly oh my god so much (laughs) all of that Tariq. uh you know yeah that first yeah i was gonna say that that first going back to what you said that first um pop-up shop that we did um doing the um the infused dinner or the infused um things with um loud session too though that shit was dope because we met some people through them Mm -hmm. um yeah columbia oh my god i did not want to come back guys we like know. we kept delaying the podcast just so you can come I back i know and like actually it was perfect timing because look 
Everything happens for a reason. But yeah, I love that. The battle, honestly, that was fucking awesome. Like it put me back into my zone. It, you know, reminded me of when I did competitions in high school, which was mm. like so exhilarating to be able to like be doing that again. And it honestly like reminded me how much I actually like doing things like these and being challenged like that. Um, what else can I say? Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, for me personally, being able to spend the summer on the beach was fucking awesome. I loved that because I did have a lot of time near the water and to myself, honestly. Um, I mean, just kind of like revamping, you know, going from last year kind of dealing with chronicles and all of that fading into liquid gold kind of what i want to turn that into and what i'm planning for for 2023 has been really awesome um yeah i just there's so much my family like being able to go honestly though columbia just topped yo the (laughs) the vacations we all took oh my god it was like like, literally three weeks yes like just three weeks back to back to back i took vacay then tariq went on vacay and then drewski went on vacay Mm -hmm. oh yeah it was so it was when Mm kayla went to miami then oh was, yeah, I went to Miami. Then it was, oh yeah, Miami. <laughs> bro, and then and then you went to Rolling Loud. I did go to Rolling yeah, Loud. Yeah, so what was it? The week after, yeah. yep. basically. And then you came back, and then it was Lily. I went to Jamaica this year. Mm-hmm. Like, it was Lily back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Like we were having meetings. We're like, all right, I gotta go pack. I gotta right. Go we're doing this time. Like the it was really like the three weeks, and then when you went to Columbia, it was mm-hmm. like the trips we had this year was crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it was, was just so much. It was a hell of a year though, for real. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, Drew. Yeah. Um, I want to say the my favorite, to be honest, was starting this. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking finally made it to start the damn true. podcast. That like, let's fucking that, get it. That I love was, that. I I love actual, it. Like accomplishment uh actual achievement of a milestone i feel because we have been talking about it yes and it just came to fruition and like hey like we're doing the damn thing so fuck it like but yeah that um of course going on vacation uh to florida seeing matt seeing rook seeing the old homies you feel me (laughs) shout out matt and rook i know they're not listening but (laughs) they better be listening um yeah, just every every experience we went through this year, to be honest, like whether it was good or bad, like it was all an experience. And like Kayla said earlier, that's what life is all about experiences mm-hmm. and to live through them, whatever lesson you learn, like you're a better person and you're bettering yourself every year. So for this next year, it's to all of us bettering and being better people <laughs> yes yeah, man but. you said you was gonna mention the blunts and brunch nobody take that i was gonna say it. i'm saying bro it. like and we already you mentioned that it. though so like i had to mix I it mean, up i skated around it just for you can throw the but. i like do the, the oop so you can throw it down like come on uh-huh. but also though this year it's gonna be crazy because we got concerts we gotta hit mm-hmm we I was thinking adventures. that was oh the other like, day. We First, even talked about Rolling Loud, probably, mm-hmm. maybe. Yes. yes. No, we, might, we, we have might. to make that happen. Like, <laughs> like, we got to go together this the, year. To if it's in the cards, we're going we to do that. We Ain't no other way. Ain't no other way. more trips. And there's going to be a lot more MPP trips. So, like, it's going to be a good year ahead. 
Like yes. 2022 is all right, but like 2023 is <laughs> gonna be lit. 2023 is <laughs> gonna be lit, for real. But yeah, that's that's that's, that's all I really got. That's the word on the for street. The, the word on the street, 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 street. Well, we gotta get something going. Like I don't know. <laughs> but look, we gotta yeah, record this after. We go, right? We're gonna but, uh, we're gonna work on the sound. We're Where's the sure. yeah button? I we hit it. It's I we had to. You, you probably, had to have you hit probably it. Probably did honestly. Probably I don't did. I think that was the yellow button. No, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think yeah yeah. I think the little John was the green one. Don't press it. Don't press it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll work on our we'll work on the sound effects. Um, but yeah, let's get into the, our topics for the day. So our oh, topics for the today is our small businesses. The three of us all have some businesses that we are running. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whether they're big, smaller than others. No, nah, they all small. Well, they all small. They're, they're all small. small. <laughs> but whether we yep. work on them every day, every week, or when we can, we all have businesses that yep. we have. So I mean, I want to just throw it to you guys. You know. How did you guys come up with your businesses? What made you want to do it, basically? I want to actually start with Drew first. Start be- with me. Because yes. Drew's, Drew's is it. a lot different from what we're doing on a podcast and what we all do and what we graduated from. It True. And mm-hmm. that is Second Human. Yeah. First of all, what is Second Human? So what Second Human is, is a visual arts multimedia platform. And what we do is we literally put out visual art projects, whether it stems from whatever. It just has a bunch of cool themes. We use models, local models. And what makes us stand out is that we use aerial photography. So we work with drones. And yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I just have always, if you, Tariq can attest for this, but I'll sit in the crib, especially Chris too and Kiana. But um, I'll literally watch music videos all the time, like on YouTube, mm-hmm. like, and you do it too as well. And I'll I'll literally sit down with you and we'll just go <laughs> music video for music video. And like, I don't know, it's not even about the rapping or anything, but it's about just like the edits and like how they just make this stuff visually appealing to mm-hmm. us because mm-hmm. that stuff is like, it really does stand out. And like, I can talk about music videos all day long and like the directors behind it and stuff like that. But I just really like, I wanted to get into that really and just start, I don't know. I like directing and producing and whatever, just putting stuff together, creating yeah, whatever and bringing it to life. Like, you know, from that one shoot that I did, I don't know. If, uh, I don't first know if second I ever, human shoot. Yeah. I don't know if I ever actually asked you what made you want to do modeling. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is gonna be good <laughs> all right real real story real shit behind the modeling stuff so i was literally sitting at when we had the second crib over on vermont mm-hmm. i was sitting at the crib and i literally was like yo like going through nike and on their catalog and i literally seen like all these dudes literally would had the same look as me slim like tall and I was just like, bro, like, I can do this shit. Like, literally, I can do that shit. That I So know. I <laughs> took it upon myself to go look up, like, male modeling agencies around the area and stuff like that. And one came up. And, like, I had amateur pictures that I took, like, just goofing around and stuff like that. So one of the requirements were, like, yo, just send us, like, selfies and stuff. So I sent it Like in. a headshot. Yeah, like, like headshots mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I had nothing professionally, but, like. I sent them in and stuff like that. And literally two hours later, the dude like got back to me. So I was like, yo, 
this is a scam, bro. Like, <laughs> what, what kind of weirdo shit is this? So he goes, yeah, like, uh, we're really interested in your look and we want to call you in and interview you to see if we want to sign you or not. So I was like, all right, we're from Nike. No, 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 not oh. from Nike. From oh. the, the oh. oh, so what I, I forgot to mention is the place that hit me up was Iconic Management. That's okay, this little boutique manage. Uh, I was about model to say, agency. wait a minute, yeah, not Nike. No, hold Nike on, you have Nike shoots and we Nike. still in your crib. Yeah, you the podcast. Yeah. Look at you Nike. with the Nike fucking headband on. Nike, nah, <laughs> Nike just gave me the inspiration that I could model. That's all it did. So Nike should sponsor. That I sponsor so, us Nike. Look, so, um, I'm about to say I don't have Nike. Got Nike. Model I got right my slides. I got some socks on. I I'm think. Screaming. She said, <laughs> She got the most ankle socks on. I'm dead. But yeah, uh, long story short, I went there. I showed up. I thought it was a scam, so I showed up with like, it was me, Josh. Chris, like Keanu, CJ, like we we've rolled deep. You brought like, everybody. I brought everybody. So you when did I came bring in, everybody. dude was like, "Whoa!" Like I said, I was only signing you, and I was like, "Yeah, I know, but like this is my entourage. They go wherever I go. Like I ain't want no weird shit to go down. I don't know what the hell going on. Like I you feel know, you. You didn't know. Yeah, it, it was twenty. What? What was this? Twenty nineteen? It was a weird time, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you're like, yeah, fuck uh, them. That us. Uh, yeah. So. I got signed. My first job ever was walking in Fashion Week of Rhode Island, and I was walking for this woman named Lavanya Kudley, and she was like the number one designer in that show. Mm -hmm. And I like ended the show out. And like to be honest, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just doing. I was imitating what I seen. Like mm -hmm. I literally well, just walked to the story. end of the yeah, like do what I do, and then come back, and people were raving over it, and like I just started getting jobs from it yeah like yeah it started getting work done you've seen all my work on my page and stuff like that that's so fucking cool awesome crazy. drew but yeah like and i don't know like seeing going through all those photo shoots personally and stuff like that and seeing the production behind it and like seeing the end product you know like you see your you get you're on the photo shoot you're doing the poses and stuff like that they're taking the pictures of you and like you don't really actually see the art until the it's finished you feel mm -hmm. me so like when you see those finished pictures you're like yo like what the fuck like this shit's tough like yeah and like i don't know just to be able to create that art though is is what i'm interested in mm -hmm. so that's what kind of got me into the second human idea that's yeah. dope and yo i'm after cole bennett like lyrical lemonade is my nemesis bro like we're after you bro second human is on the rise bro watch out cole i can't wait cole, to get we can definitely chill though we could definitely chill <laughs> i can't wait to get him on a podcast so you can say that to him that us like lyrical lemonade though shout out lyrical lemonade because they're definitely inspiration too because like we want your head anyway continue. no <laughs> I, just, I remember the when we did the photo shoot and you had the all black with the like with the uh the toy guns and stuff like that and we was on the cliffs in like mass and it was like we had like you was like yo can you go get the smoke the smoke the so smoke we can, bombs yeah. smoke bombs oh, so when we you, can do this that shoot. was at the quar quarries, the quarries right yeah. Quarry, yeah like literally he like told me like days before like yo we gotta do this for the shoot for this week and i said all right you know i'll go out and grab him because i mean drew's always supporting me so i was like yeah, i'm gonna support him too like whatever he wants to do so i was like yeah i'll go out, go out and get him for him we got him and stuff like that days later you know we went out to we went out there and literally just seeing first of all being on the mountains is dope just like climbing and seeing like you know the scenery it was like all right this is a dope scenery like okay mm -hmm. like let's see how we do this and i was like you had a photographer then and we had the drone out there 
and then just and you know you had a model with you and stuff like that so just seeing the pictures and just the smoke just coming up and just you guys walking through it i'm like bro this so, is tough yeah like i literally mm-hmm. and that's all my idea like i came up with the yeah. whole entire thing like I don't know i just like putting projects together like that so fucking cool dude i love yeah. that, that was, so much yeah like, that one that one was a really good one and then the fashion show you did uh this year oh um, yeah <laughs> that the fashion show you did this year was fire too oh I yeah forgot that show was crazy yeah i did that oh my god i almost went had i got a ticket earlier uh, but it, yeah it like, was supposed to be sold out <laughs> i know i know but yeah that nah, was crazy. i walked, I seen Tariq. i'd seen Tariq while i was on the runway that shit was funny but uh yeah, he was like was yo dope. i'm the headliner i said okay so he gonna be the last one all right this is lit he on the cover and stuff mm-hmm. bro he walked out he was the last one in the first first art, group first, like the, first, 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 first designer he was the last one in them after that, I get a text five minutes later. Yo, I'm done. We out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, we're gone. I'm over watching the show. Like, all so right. you were at the show for what? Like all of like 15, 20 minutes. Damn. I was there for like probably like two hours because he was like, yeah, you can come to the first show. I get there and the ticket he, he had was like, sh- no, yeah, the first was- show he was like, they was like, yeah, this is for the second one, so you can come back for that one. I was like, all right. Oh yeah, because so the first one was sold out, right? It was sold out, was but because or- Drew got the ticket for me, so I was, okay. And it was like, well, it was. I looked at it and I showed them and stuff, and I was like, yeah, you know, he got the ticket for me, this and that. But they was like, yeah, it's for the second one. So mm-hmm. he's like, so you can't watch this one. It's yeah. the second one you gotta mm-hmm. watch. So I'm like, all right. I literally walked back to my car. I was like, well, I need to eat something. What the hell am I gonna do? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, honestly, but that again, that show is still fire though. The yeah. best. But Them yeah. pictures after was crazy. Yeah. I was like, hey, look at you. Go, you, Drew. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's more to come this year. Yeah, hell sure. yeah. And we're definitely going to have Mixing Pop podcast included in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a second human MPP collab. Collab? Hell yeah. yeah. Shoot a little music video for us. Wait, look. Do you have a <laughs> favorite uh, project that you did? Whether it was yours or someone, uh, the photographers that they just had you in? my favorite most bizarre project i think i did was when they had me dress up in that suit and get in the middle of the ocean mm. and remember that one that shit was dope no shout out to um my guy eric eric uh photography hold on i'll show you guys but yeah he had me he was like yo like i got a private beach and everything my parents own this private beach and we can go back there and like i want you to dress up in a full suit like full get up mm-hmm. and like you're gonna walk into the water <laughs> so i'm thinking like i'm walking shallow like about like knee deep or something like that and he was like no i need you to like fully submerge yourself like in the water and like come out of the water and stuff and i was just like bro and mind you it was arch it's brick (laughs) (laughs) it's a beret march april one of them times bro but like i was i was done though but i didn't get the photos until july that's what it was oh okay yeah that yeah no that was wait did i see these i think i did probably i think i did this fucking dope dude hell Yeah. yeah but that was that was definitely my most favorite photo i would say yeah that's a dope one but yeah he was that guy is cool um eric photography yeah 
Um, Kayla. Yes, hi. Eric Fraser photography, my bad. Eric Fraser Fraser photography. Shout Uh, out him. Yeah, Kayla, uh, Liquid Gold. Yes, Liquid Gold. It's been a long time coming. What made you want to work with infuse like marijuana that ass infuse before marijuana. the time before wait, things there's you, infused wait, marijuana you, look, look, look you before, pothead ha, ha, what made you want to <laughs> basically what he just called me what made you want to <laughs> infuse like marijuana into your work basically that's what i mean infused before products before it was actually cannabis? legal in Rhode Island. Yes. yes okay so i worked with a chef named matthew peterson when i worked at a hotel in newport called castle hill inn now he got an opportunity to be the director of culinary operations for a dispensary that was opening up in massachusetts called nature's remedy of massachusetts shout out nature's remedy shout out matthew you're awesome um what's that you know (laughs) like so that's basically kind of how i got into infused products um the method that i know of infusing products is with distillate um and so you know i had the opportunity so i so matthew went to work for this company and he offered me a position to work with them right and then that's basically like how they infuse products like in their kitchen um you know and kind of learning that process i had dabbled into it a little bit before at home before i started working um for the company so i was already like aware of everything but that's basically like how i got into it and how i was introduced i mean granted i have been doing baking and pastry arts since i was a very very young kid like honestly a wee lad like just barely being able to last Oh, it's our last. Mm-hmm. What we last? Girls are lasses and boys are lads. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Alrighty. <laughs> but yes, basically, since I can remember being able to go into a kitchen. But so, um, so yeah, I mean, like I just got that amazing opportunity and, you know, I just kind of been flourishing more on it, you know, as the years have gone by, I've experimented with infusing different things. The majority of them being baked or like pastry items. Um, also getting into savory food with you, uh, for that pop-up that was awesome and yeah just continuing to do that and kind of try and find my way in regards to what exactly like i want it to be or how it's gonna go yeah so that's basically how i got into when did you start when did you start like you know doing it on your own or like start Mm -hmm. like selling it to like friends and stuff so i basically started doing that after we graduated college like right off the bat wait you was always working on on liquid gold not necessarily um so i got into you know the technique of working with infused like food items back in 2017 but it was with a previous company concept called chronicles now that was with somebody that we went to school with obviously you guys know the person and everything and you know from there it kind of split into my own thing of just being liquid gold. Um, so the concept behind Chronicles was custom ice cream and confections. 
basically the same thing just i'm not really doing ice cream just kind of focusing on confections and other like specialty baked items um now i'm kind of trying to expand that in the new year coming uh, i'm not gonna say anything just yet because i want the ideas to kind of come to fruition oh, first yeah. mm -hmm. ah! before but uh, maybe oh. off off uh mike i'll ah! say it but um you know it's just really awesome because <laughs> we gotta make that a sound too <laughs> <laughs> just like the way you're doing kind of something creative as well outside of culinary mm -hmm. is kind of gonna relate back to what i kind of want to start implementing with liquid golds where it's it might be like food but not necessarily exactly so. talk your shit Food yeah. is life, Different but food type. Is, is, there's more to life. There's, yeah. it, it's just like, yeah, so much that I kind of want to bring together. Um, but, but yeah, so basically, did I answer your question? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I started yeah, doing part, yeah. started doing it, yeah. When did you come how did you, How did you come up with the name Liquid Gold? Mm. Okay. So, basically... I think of liquid golds because I think about what I use to infuse my products with. So I use distillate, which is, you know, just like cannabis oil, pot basically head. in a concentrated form. You pothead. And <laughs> I'm able to take this oil, dilute it with a carrier oil. I use MCT the majority of the time. And I'm able to just add that oil into like my products, what I'm, I'm using away to infuse. I'm not giving away my All secret right. recipe. I mean, anybody that knows how to do it probably knows that this is the method Talk and that teaching method. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Ain't no can of butter in this motherfucker. Ain't no can of butter. I'm dead. Nah, a can, that can of butter. Of sugar, nah, that shit. That, that There's so many different ways to infuse, and honestly, that's like a goal for 2023 of mine is to like try different ways of like infusing, explore different, you know, ways. yeah, and explore different methods. Like, yeah, some of the techniques. Like, I had a coworker that I worked with at Castle Hill who had previously worked at another Massachusetts dispensary, yep. and they did press tablets, like candy tablets. Like, that's so fucking dope to, like, be able to, like, understand and learn, like, the ingredients and, like, candy the method tablets. behind making candy tablets. Yeah, where you put, like, a powder into a machine and it presses a tablet. And it's so just, like, like an edible, basically, like, a peppermint type, a little, like, a tablet. Yes, making confection tablets. They got weed pads now, mm -hmm. y'all. That's, yeah, that's kind of interesting. They got mm -hmm. weed pads. I mean, pads. it's interesting for y'all. I'm not doing it. But I'm yeah. just saying that's pretty interesting, like, how it's they do that. It's interesting that she yeah. knows this because she's a... <laughs> you little pothead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, take that pot, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you go Listen, ahead. The art of peer pot pressure head. is strong from this pot one. Head. Wow. Um, yeah, right. I'm let's, dead. Let's not get into that one. Oh, God. Let's oh, not, God. Let's don't not get even. into that one. All right? <laughs> no. Peer pressure. <laughs> no. What no, I, you guys think I'm peer pressure? <laughs> Joshua Norman, Joshua Norman, Joshua Norman. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um no what i do want to also ask you was because there's a lot of people that do infuse like edibles and cookies and stuff he's going name shit. he is yeah but i remember like when we were doing the first blunts and brunch with loud sessions and stuff and we were cheat you kind of like teach me how to like properly like infuse the sauces of course you did it and i didn't do it but i was watching you do it and stuff how careful you was mm -hmm. can you kind of explain like how like if for some people who want to actually get into that field or want to infuse food to how to be careful with 
like the mil- the grams that they're putting into it basically yeah totally so that's honestly something that it's i feel like okay where do i even start because what edibles i feel like it's kind of like people either think about it like oh like i could just like like most edibles don't hit me like i'll just eat a whole bunch and like you know like i'll be fine like it's just not gonna hit you know what i mean or it's like you have the people that i've really never tried it before um but it's really hard because like you have to be really careful with like when you're infusing your products i mean the most important thing to remember is like you got to know your portions like how many portions you're getting out of a recipe and how many milligrams you want you know your like portions to be now with that being said you know it goes bubbles back down like even further into knowing you know how many milligrams does your original amount of cannabis oil contain you know and that's getting that lab tested or you know having it come from a trusted source that's getting that information so that you know that you're doing that math real proper and like spot on um and so that's those are basically like the two most important things to kind of you know take into consideration whenever Mm -hmm. you're going into infusing now you know if like you just want to do this at home like um you don't necessarily like have the methods or means of being able to like get you know whatever your method of infusion is like tested and stuff there's i've seen like test kits kind of like readers basically where you can put in like the material of whatever you have so say you have like an infused butter or like an infused oil that you made at home uh you can put that into like a machine and it'll like almost pretty accurately tell you like what it is on a range um i've personally never used one of those before but i've always wanted to get one myself just because you know i haven't had necessarily the chance to be able to get into a lab to test my final products so not necessarily the oil that i originally get to infuse but my product after so after the the thing that i've added the oil into Mm -hmm. um and so yeah i mean i basically think that those are the two most important things um Besides that, you know, it's just being mindful of like what you're doing and like the technique behind it. Um, So like making sure that you're stirring the oil in like very well, you know, and homogenizing your recipes extremely well to ensure that there's no hot spots because that's something that happens a lot where like say you're batching like cooking a batch of like sugar like candy and like you don't whisk in the oil or you know however the process is that you're doing um like the oil can still be basically in like clumps Mm -hmm. in like the candy and when you pour it out like it's just going to be clumps and it's not evenly distributed so you'll get some some candy where it's like you don't feel anything but exactly so so you have to emulsify exactly emulsifying it in really properly into whatever you're making um and that's kind of where like further testing comes in um just to be able to ensure that 100 percent or more or less give a range in regards to like what it tests at um but yeah i think those are those would probably be like my top tips with you know, infusing what about you chef ray <laughs> uh chef tree company well chef tree company actually started in high school literally my mom made my mom does like t-shirts and she has her own company first of all three kings tees 
She does rugs. So Tariq's company Shirts, is a veteran, everybody. Hats. It's a no, veteran stop company. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. I'm done. But in high school, you know, my mom first started making shirts and stuff. She literally made me a logo. And it's the logo you see today, like with the chef hat, the glasses, because that's when I was wearing glasses and stuff in high school. And that's literally what she made from the jump from high school. You know, she she show, she was selling shirts like that. You know what I mean? Chef Tariq had different colors, different logos, different everything. Junior year, I did pies. Um, and that was like the first time I ever really sold anything and stuff like that. So that's like, that was really the beginning of Chef Tariq Company as I know it, basically. Now, getting into how it became what it is today, two years ago, of course, the pandemic happened. But even before, right before the pandemic, when me and Drew was working at the Boston Renaissance in Massachusetts. There was a position opening for a supervisor position. You know, I was encouraged to like, hey, you know, you should go for it. You know, this would sound really good for you. So, you know, I applied this and that. And basically, when you go on interviews for chefs, you have to do a stodge in most places. So you go in, you do a regular interview, but then you go in and then you go into the kitchen, and basically cook a meal or however they have it formatted for you for your stodge. Mm, they'll usually probably have you do like a prep list of sorts. Yeah. Some places do it different. Some places yeah. do it differently. Some do that. Some be like, yeah, you know, watch this person for like eight hours and then cook an omelet. Some people be like, hey, you got an hour, yeah. cook a meal, cook a dish, basically. Yeah. So that's that's what we had to do. We just cooked one dish for the supervisor position. We had to cook three dishes, like three things, basically. So what I did for mine, so I basically kind of had to come up with my own little menu. So I did cheddar bacon biscuits. I did risotto and scallops with a sauce. I forgot what sauce I put up. Oh, I did a Blanc for my uh, for my scallops. And then I did uh, crab cakes with spicy remoulade. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Now, with the spicy remoulade, that was the big hit for the crab cakes and stuff like that. Like, I kind of looked it up, kind of added my own little spices. That's what, and you know, I added like my obey into it. Of course, of course. everyone knows I love obey, the using obey. That and stuff Shout like that. Obey. I'm good. Of course, you can't say it. Obey, obey. I'm looking at you right now. You can sponsor mixing up with Chef Tariq every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Instagram and YouTube. We know you see those tags, and you can sponsor the Mix and Pop Facts podcast though. every Friday on Spotify and YouTube right now. Nike. <laughs> yep. Google. No, no, yep. Obey. We won't. We won't Sprite. get right. We won't get into our credit We need everything. But yeah, Apple. So, <laughs> spicy yep. remoulade. All of it. Spicy remoulade was like the big thing. It was like on the crab cakes and stuff like that, and it was a big hit. But from that position, I didn't get the job, obviously. But it was like you know, oh, it was encouraged. Like I did a really good on stages because I don't really, I don't really do great on like practicals and stages and stuff. It's just the pressure. I don't really like that stuff. Mm-hmm. But from there, it was like, okay, like, we kind of got a sauce here. Like, you know, I mean, my own little creation, my own little version of it. And from there, it was like, okay, well, maybe we should start kind of selling it. So, you know, me and my dad kind of talked about it. Let's kind of do this. You know, we got some small jars. We kind of started giving it out. And then the pandemic happens. So from there, you know, I'm just sitting home, watching TV, collecting checks like everyone else is, not doing much. But how did I... It's what basically what capitalized on it. It was, all right, well, we have this sauce. Let's start trying to bottle it. Let's start trying to like get it out there. Let's try to get into places and restaurants or whatever. We gave out 
free samples to everybody. Four-ounce jars, everyone had one. Everyone had one. Literally, I was giving them out like Oprah, basically. You get one, you get one. Sp spice rum lot for everybody, basically. All summer, all COVID, basically. Then it was like, you know, what else are we going to do with it? How else are we going to do this, basically? And that's where I was like, well, I need to form a team. Like, we don't know how to do everything. We don't know how to right. do a lot of this stuff. So we was like, I was like, well, the Chef Tree Company. We're going to... Jesus, this stupid cat. God, <laughs> Drew's just trying to give me his cat. <laughs> cat. I'm like, please distract him so he doesn't Take play with him. the fucking ball. Right, though. Um, and no, was, he still goes. <laughs> that, uh, Literally. City. Come here, baby. Stupid. This, this is why... We, you I, love the cat. Get rid of the That's cat. That's your Aww. best you friend. You love the cat really. came right He's to your me. I don't. <laughs> um, but I was like, yeah, we got you got to kind of form this team. Mix, you know, the Chef's Three Company and stuff. Of course, I had my mom on it. I had my dad. I had Nasir. You know, his girlfriend, Jocelyn. And then I was like, well, I got to have Drew on it because this is my right-hand man. This is the person who comes a does a lot of events with me and stuff, you know? Sorry. And then, you know, I had, you know, you know, Josh is always around. Diggins is always around. You know, Kayla was always around, you know? Laura, mm -hmm. you know? They were always around seeing that stuff or helping out if they could. But this was the team, basically. And, Drew, you remember the first meeting... In the backyard, it was like, yo, like, what things we had? <laughs> my mom. Sorry, <laughs> but did he dig he it over into here my bag? Him a treat <laughs> right now. I was giving, I opened up home. my bag That's to give him a treat. That's why he's fat, Kayla. This is why the cat is fat. <laughs> and he Stupid dug his cat, face bro. right into my bag. Oh, my Lord. I love you. <laughs> We're going to need an obesity. Like. No, stop. So, no, my cat is not obese yet. Oh, one's getting there he's getting there <laughs> literally no but if can't my cat's not on the, then city is definitely he not he can't even sit on the lay on the windowsill anymore. <laughs> he has to prop himself against the couch and the windowsill <laughs> to be comfortable <laughs> i was i looked at him the other day i was like i think it's time to lose some weight buddy what about you <laughs> Freaking good. i love that oh my god so then my cat i don't even know what my cat is because he's like two times the size of it no i'm just kidding like 1.5. All right, damn yeah, the cat. Yeah, like 1.5. Yeah, damn the cats. Who is this nigga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't care about them. <laughs> um, but no, but yeah, you know, the first meeting we had basically was like, all right, like, what what else can we do besides the sauces and stuff? And my mom was like, well, what about a cooking show? Mm -hmm. And everyone's right like, there. Everyone was like, okay, cool. My dad was like, it's not gonna work. This ain't this ain't it. But I remember the first episode we had, we had DJ Lefty. And literally, you can literally see the first episode. Jocelyn, me, Diggums, and Drews in the back. We start that show, and Lefty gets on the other side of the screen, virtual on Instagram. He started playing music. I look at Andrews. Yo, this is tough. <laughs> <laughs> and it literally Bro. took off. Like, mm -hmm. and it took off from there. Mm -hmm. Like, it became having shows with DJs on the other side. Yeah. To then having DJs come to the house and be in our studio, from then having the kids show yep. to having literally cooking battles now, mm -hmm. which we call Battle of the Chefs. Mm -hmm. So it's now literally, and that's literally what Chef Tree Company is. It's it's a variety of things. It's sauces. It's merchandise like shirts and aprons. Excuse me. It's cooking shows. It's catering. It's meal preps. It is everything. 
that chefs shouldn't be doing all at once. But one of my um, friends um, one time called me a multifaceted creative, and I think that that fits perfect in this situation because it's literally like showing you all of these other things that can mm-hmm. also be incorporated into what we're doing at the exactly. same damn time, honestly, mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome. Shout out to Zara, because she's, she's definitely like reposted some of our stuff before. She's big, awesome. Big fan, Thank of the you, podcast. Zara. big fan of the podcast. Much Shout appreciated. Out, Shout out. She's awesome, honestly. She's, you know, kind of helped me get back into the cannabis industry because I took a little bit, a little break from it. Sorry to like just no. kind of go off topic for a, a second. But, but even the, even then, when we're like, like, oh yeah, like Kayla, like, can you help us out and stuff? And we've had these conversations. Yeah. Like, you oh know, yeah. You had, I mean, you met Zara. Yeah. I forget I, that. I, you, I knew. Well, I knew Zara from Simply Sarah. But yeah. That, but when you said, it, I knew if we was talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. But even when we, me and you was having these conversations and like. You had, you know, your issues and stuff. And you was trying to, like, it was like, yeah, I'm kind of taking a break from it and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. But it was like when we got into the Blunts and Brunch this year, it was like, it was like, all right, like, this is what we're doing. This is how I'm doing it and stuff. So it was like, this is the perfect way to really get friends involved and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. Just, like, meet new people, like, mm-hmm. keep doing new things. Like, honestly, yeah, it's just fucking awesome. And even mixing it up with Chef Sarik, it's... The besides like the my team who does the cameras and everything else and waking up early like and besides me getting up early to set this the things up and even guest chefs like Kayla or Laura who's been out of Josh and Diggums and stuff like that, just the DJs who's been committed to doing it every single week. Mm-hmm. Like Lefty did it for like three weeks straight and he was like, Hey, I can't do it this week. Then we got DJ Matic and he was like, I'm gonna be on the whole month of November. It was like oh snap okay like word then it was like oh dj Zay was like yeah if you knew i could do it sure then it was like his dad dj ruckus then it was literally dj franchise Mm -hmm. and then once we got franchise was everybody from wbru we had dj boom we had chop stewie we had franchise's brother nice hits like we had domino effect it was the domino effect Mm -hmm. of that and then we had the female djs we had tosh k we had lady rock like it was just on and on and on and a bunch of project girl project mm-hmm. girl we had a bunch of my cousins and family that some i didn't know dj cadillac jack didn't know that tie life didn't know that until we got to that point it was like yeah we're related this is this is, this is how we're related this and that it was like okay this is dope and just the taste testers that came on and just tried everything like kayla was an early taste mm-hmm. tester when mm-hmm. me and josh did our episode like mm-hmm. So it's just like just that shit being, came through clutch too. I was like, oh yes, like I was ready to grow the next morning. Like just know, I probably had a stomach full of alcohol. <laughs> just sum all that up. <laughs> but it was like Josh being the outside of Drew, the first guest chef to like come on and show and stuff. Mm-hmm. From ha- us having a vegan chef to mm-hmm. Sada, like mm-hmm. just the connections, the people who've helped and come on and people that let it helped it grow. It's just one, it's getting bigger as we speak. Two, it's just the people that has seen it and has come on and just talked about it and just the conversations we've had on the show when it's just lively and people would actually come into the studio when they want to just be there or just watch mm-hmm. or it's like it's taken off and it's just like we're getting better every day. We're growing wow. every day. We're getting new stuff every day and stuff like that and it's like one i didn't see this happening two years from two years ago Mm. but it's look at us now stay consistent with something you see watch it grow 
and, and, that, and like that's literally a, a mm-hmm. seed right and that's, right i mean that's like tying back to what i said earlier you mm-hmm. know about being gra- grateful and like practicing gratitude you know and like being able to recognize that as like a seed in life and that's kind of what's going to take you mm-hmm. is like recognize the things that like make you feel good and having like you said that. and like you said earlier mm-hmm. having people that hold you accountable mm-hmm. we've had that's team so- meetings all the time whether they be good whether it be bad, whether mm-hmm. it be horrible, whether we are screaming at each other, we still are talking. We are there. holding something accountable. Mm-hmm. Drew's been there plenty of times where everyone is screaming and where I'm screaming at the top of my lungs mm. about something. Whether somebody is screaming or we are just all arguing, but it's like we're holding each other accountable. Yeah. We're being consistent with this. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. Of, and we've seen it from COVID. There's a lot of things that were popping off that aren't happening now. Yeah, there's a lot of things. And one that the fact that we're still going two years two years in counting is yep. one is great two that we're just continuing to keep growing with this. yep exactly just like that honestly i was thinking about at one point earlier i think one of my favorite um projects that i've done with liquid gold actually which was with regis shout out to regis honestly um shout out to regis shout out to like his whole family his girl his baby like you guys are fucking awesome honestly shout um he has yep he has a couple companies i know that are going on um the one of um the dopest ones is honestly a skate park opening up right here in Pawtucket. Yeah. like that shit's fucking awesome That's for me dope. to know that like i was born and raised in this area and just having like all of these like areas where you could just like express you know like your creativity and like do activities do sports etc it's just so dope honestly um i love that i love it so much his cause is awesome um yeah and just like the opportunities i mean um he did a shoot with me for liquid golds um with which was like my cookies kind of presenting those and some caramels a couple flavors of caramels and it was awesome i posted that tiktok on it it mm-hmm. was so fucking dope um that was the first time he had ever wor- worked with food actually um doing photography so i was like yes it's awesome it came out so cool and he I did that was and really he did dope. my mother's day event this year yeah too. he did pictures, mother's day as well too. yeah so shout out to Regis. you guys yeah, did, did we did a that shoot with, shoot with the cars car so dope still in production i know so he's, he's probably wondering about it but we're gonna get it we're gonna get it good together <laughs> yes I'm sorry Regis. <laughs> <laughs> but so awesome yeah for sure love it gotta give it back to the peoples yeah exactly i mean that's just our just three small businesses but just everyone just I've literally everyone who supported everybody that has but, given us more opportunities like to grow loud to, such loud yo, sessions no more people just real. gain that experience to, mm-hmm. to fat red lounge mm-hmm. to uh all the photographers drew's worked with mm-hmm. literally. Literally. It's mm-hmm. all literally the models we met everybody mm-hmm. like just everybody has a small business now and then. what yep. one thing we all can do is just support each other just whether like it's that. sharing a picture sharing a video sharing a flyer it's anything and mm-hmm. that's one thing i always say i'm always grateful for our friend group because that's what we do like mm-hmm. my friend group literally supports however whenever they can or however they can like mm-hmm. whether it's being on the shelf whether it's posting a flyer posting posting the sauces early on like literally everyone was there for that and one i'm very grateful for everybody like yeah i ain't gonna name everybody but y'all know y'all i'm Yo, very grateful for all y'all there's so many but like our friend our friend our friend group is very strong where it's like 
we don't have to speak for a day or two, but we can still be able to be there for each other. Like we just said, Albert, Simon, Laura have been listening and they're like, yo, this is great. Literally, Albert, no the last fir- names, mm-hmm. no last names. Albert, literally the first episode, <laughs> <laughs> Albert was listening to it literally while, and he's texting me while he's listening to it. Like, bro, this is that. Oh my God. Yo. Oh, y'all lit up the sangria. Like he's literally like <laughs> listening and watching, like in texting me at the same time and just like, like it's the support that we get from that. So, so shout cool. out Albert, yo. Yeah, honestly, shout out Albert. Childhood friend. Are you yes. into adulthood? Yeah. Are you, are you are you guys gonna actually battle? I don't know. You guys have oh the fucking God. battle. What do you mean? Bro, there's no like, way. I don't know. I went up against Diggums. Y'all gotta go For up context, against each other. Battle next. of the Police. chefs. I don't know. I'm Albert came on. on Please. My, on Albert my, came on. on my show. Come on. Albert came on the show and called I you see out. Albert and Joey, bro. That would be a good one. That would be nah. But Albert's I here and he called you, and you out. Albert first, and then whichever one of you two can go against Joey. How about that? But Joey's not that good. <laughs> oh wow! Just kidding. I'm just oh wow! Kidding. I'm Joey's clipping that. I'm sending Look it to um, Joey. <laughs> Joey. Joey's telling you you, you know Joey. <laughs> you know Joey has that little man mentality. No, he's gonna, he's gonna see that. Yeah, he's gonna I, go you off. need to clip that part and send it to. Oh him. my god! You're wildin' for because he does. Wildin'. Yo, you remember the flag football game? Yo, bro. Wildin'. Our second year of school, we played flag football. Just talk about my boy. We had shirts made the first year. Second year, we all wore them again. He put the C on his shirt for a captain yo who made him captain that year we don't know Listen, we still won though he made Thanks, him so Joey. <laughs> this he I has a little man mentality to. he knows that he's short and italian he knows it when i say this this i can attest to everyone that i am close-knit with and still in contact with and they still see me till this day that went to cia is a talented cook slash chef slash baker Whatever you do, you are very talented at what you do. I know this because I would not hang out with you if you were. Right, no, deadass. <laughs> you would not so be here like, right now. So like, yeah, that's 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 it. Like, um, just like that. Just like that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's our that's our small businesses for today, guys. For real. There's so much more that we'll definitely yeah. get into too. Like, and oh so my god, many- there's so much that I'd like didn't say that like I'll uh-huh. get to. And wait till we have like guest on and DJs. Mm-hmm. I already know DJ Matic when he comes on, he's going to lust and love K Oh my here. God. He's be like, yo Matic, how you feeling? <laughs> Huh? Just staring at Kayla. Oh Lord, Kayla, man, I'm not gonna do this much right now. Oh it's my real God, crazy over here. Okay? Oh my God, Drew close this out. He gonna sit right next to you too. Oh uh-huh. my God, I'm a- <laughs> I'm y'all dead. are horrible. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> this is Absolutely the mixing pop podcast. Uh, Tariq, where can they catch you at? Uh, you can find me and my small business at ChefTreek.co on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, ChefTreek on YouTube. ChefTreek401 on Facebook. And, of course, Mixing Pot Pod on Instagram and TikTok as well. Uh, the YouTube videos will be going to ChefTreek page, but they will also be getting to the Mixing, Up, Mixing Pot Podcast page as soon as we just set it up. Um, but yeah, they are coming very soon. soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, it's just a few things I, have to, I kind of just kind of do, but... It'll get set up very soon. But for right now, it's on Shatrik, uh page right now, so you guys can check those out. Also, mixing up with Shatrik every Sunday, 11 a.m., Instagram and YouTube. Uh, this week, we are going to be on Saturday, so you guys can catch us there, Saturday, 11 a.m. We have DJ Zayon this week. DJ Chrome, he has a bunch of names, too. What's going on with the Saturday thing? I work Saturdays. 
Well, it's just the end of the year. We wanted to close with the end of the year with two Saturday episodes. That's why we're doing it. The start of the new year, we're going back to Sundays, baby. Don't worry. It's crazy. We got mm. DJ Crazy yeah. Ray. Start the new year. We got DJ T Love <laughs> who just locked in last night. He's oh not last night, this morning. He locked in, but he's ready to go for the week after in January. And of course, any DJs out there that want to get on the show, you know, let us know. DM us shutstreet.co. Right. Yes, perfect. You guys can find me at Z-O-E underscore K-Y-L-A. That's at Soy Kayla Personal on there. You'll find my link tree, all of my links. Uh, I've got both of my Instagrams, personal, at Liquid Gold, L-Q-D underscore G-L-D. Um, I've got a blog that I've been working on on there called Food and Wanderlust. Um, Liquid Gold page coming soon with more information. Um easier to order as well um what else yeah i tiktok as well same as yoe underscore kwale i haven't posted anything in a while but just working on some things and then come back out what'd you say kwale k-e-y-l-a oh <laughs> kwale i'm said, dead okay kwale got a little rap going <laughs> but um, i'm dead <laughs> No, nah, it was a great show. Um, yeah, you can catch me on Instagram, IG, at I love you, Drew. I underscore love you, Drew. Why is that your Instagram? Why because you? that's this. I love you, Drew. Exactly. <laughs> you see me? Yeah, we feel me? We like, like, Stop playing. <laughs> anyway, you can also catch me on my small business, at Second Human, on IG. And also, you can catch me on the Mixing Pot podcast and the Chef Tariq Company. Oh, app. yeah. You can find I'm me a part here of too. that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And yeah, that, that, that concludes the show, ladies and gentlemen. But, like, you know what? Just, just keep us tuned. Happy you know? New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. Like, yeah. Just, just, just keep it tuned <laughs> to MPP <laughs> here.